Getting In is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word products. Just for being a Getting In listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audible.com slash college. From Slate and Panoply, this is Getting In, a podcast series about the path to college. I'm your host, Julie Lithcott-Hames, and it's Memorial Day weekend, which means the unofficial start to summer. It's summer, but it's a surprisingly tricky time for college-bound high school students. We want students to relax, have fun, and use the time to recharge. But colleges do look closely at how students choose to spend their summers, especially juniors heading into senior year. So I asked Amy Young to help me answer this voicemail we got from Anne, an 11th grader in Michigan. Anne's question is in a few parts, so we broke it up. Hi, my name is Anne, and I'm calling from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm a high school junior, and I'm just wondering what should juniors be doing in the summer? Because for me, I'm usually pretty busy in the summer going back and forth between my parents' houses, and this summer I... We'll be volunteering for three weeks at a camp, but other than that, my summer's relatively open besides work because I do work at a store. But is there something else that I'm missing that I should be doing? Amy, what do you think? So when when I start talking with students about their summer plans, I think the idea is that you want to you want to do something interesting with your summer. You want to potentially venture out of your comfort zone. You want to try something new, or you want to take something that you don't have time during the school year to really dive into and be passionate in that way, or or just try something new completely. Um, what you don't want to do is spend your summer sitting around playing Xbox and watching Netflix and those sorts of things, which if you're hanging out with your friends, you tend to do. And not that those things are bad, but you have to do them in moderation. So I think it's wonderful to be going to a summer camp. But I would say, you know, at the very least, map out some books you want to read. Map out some map out some things that you want to challenge yourself with and explore. Um, because you you will be asked in your college application what you do with your summers. And that doesn't have to be in each week itemized what you did. But at the same time, you want to show that you're someone who's engaged and interested and will come to those college campuses and be motivated to do things. Mm, Nice. Yeah, I'm seeing my kid, my junior, um, decide that this summer will be different from the first two. The first two were spent with camp after camp after camp. Camps he's grown to love, where he's now moved into the ranks of junior counselor, but he's realized this is not the summer um, um, that's going to allow me to do that. And he's, I'm watching him start to buckle down and make lists about prepping for the next time he takes the ACT and starting to draft his essays. And I'm thrilled to see him coming to that realization that this is the final stretch. This is the final lap. He's heading into fall of his senior year where it all gets to come together. And um, so I'm I'm excited to see that that shift in his mindset about how to spend a summer. I hope he'll also have tremendous fun, though, as well. Absolutely. They're still kids and they need to hang out with their friends. And, you know, my guy reads for pleasure. So I have no doubt he's got a list of, of books he will be reading. But that friendship piece, Junior's listening, don't forget the friends. They are essential to your wellness. Don't forget that. All right, here's Ann's next question. My dad just moved to Maryland, and he's contacted the University of Maryland, and they said I could not get in-state tuition there. Are there any other schools in Maryland that would give me in-state tuition, considering he's 
paying taxes in that state. A hard question, Amy, particularly for kids of divorced families. It sounds like the parents are in different places, uh, residency, qualification, and so on. What do you think? Uh, that's a tricky one. Um, and a lot of usually your residences, some depending upon various things, will be linked to where you've spent the most time and where you've graduated from high school. And sometimes if, if parents do have properties in other states where they are paying taxes, sometimes it's possible to get residency there. Um, in terms of the University of Maryland system, my guess is that what counts for one school, the university, if she's talking about College Park, it probably counts for the rest of them. And I just wouldn't know off the top of my head how to think about in-state tuition at various schools in Maryland. So you'd recommend a phone call? Just call I would recommend a phone call. Yeah. And also, you know, I'm wondering what the situation is with Maryland. If there are other, if she's looking for in-state tuition, are there other states where one or both of her parents might be eligible for in-state tuition? Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are probably multiple layers Pick there. Pick up the phone and call. They probably have a very specific uh, requirement. You know, it's X number of X percentage of days, you know, lived here uh, by the parent or who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm riffing And here, paying taxes. Yeah. And paying, paying taxes, taxes yeah. does come into So that, call yeah. them. Call them. It's not going to be something that's on their website, I wouldn't think. I think you probably have to call somebody. And it sounds like the situation's complicated, so right. you want to convey the nuance. Okay. And here's her third question. Is College Confidential a healthy website? It seems like all of the people on there are extremely competitive and stressed. Should I use it ever, or is it bad? Thank you. And I love the podcast. Wow. Amy, I have no idea. I've never visited College Confidential. Should I use it ever or You're is it bad? You're so much healthier for it, having <laughs> never been on College Confidential. Oh, really? it's, it's a really awful, awful Can website. Can we say that? I, I will I happily say did. that. I <laughs> This is our public service announcement. We're going to get letters from the College Confidential people. Go ahead. Give it. You know, here's the deal. College Confidential, anyone, you post a question, anyone can answer it. So it's usually answered by other frantic 17-year-olds who know absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Oh. You know, it is equivalent, and I'm going to steal it from another college counselor in New York City. It's equivalent to standing in the New York City subway system and yelling out your college admission question and believing whatever anyone tells you. It's a great example. For great. those of us who do know something about college admission, it is rife with misinformation. Okay. Don't listen to it, folks. Listen to this podcast instead. And what about all the high school seniors graduating this May and June? When we had our own Getting In Seniors in the studio a few weeks back, I asked them what they had planned for this summer before starting college in the fall. August, let's start with you. I'm looking for a job right now. Okay. I might go to Boston and work with my aunt. Um, I might stay here. I'm not really sure. I'm not, yeah, I don't have any solid plans. Okay. What does your aunt do? She runs a camp. Oh, neat. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll hope that works out for you. Jonathan, what about you? How are you going to spend the few months between the end of high school and the start of college? I may also try to look for a job just to raise some money for when I, when I'm on the campus far away that I have money to spend on food and other stuff. Good. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, But if I don't get a job, I, I don't know what I'll do. I mean, I don't want to be a couch potato, but I, I probably just spend it with friends if it comes down to that. Or just okay. my family. Okay. Do any of you have a summer uh, book that you're supposed to read for the college? Do you yeah. have you heard from? Oh yeah, I don't know what it's called though. Okay. <laughs> well, you want to, you know, go check out that book from the library, or you, you know, yeah, I get a copy of it. For NYU, I'm supposed to read um, "Between the Between the World and Me" by Between Tanshi the World Coates. and Me. By yeah, so Tana here's Hussie the thing: the, yeah. I got this email from NYU, like, "Oh, your summer reading is "Between the World and Me" by Tanshi Coates," and you know, please take notes, be prepared for a discussion on it. 
when I got that email, I had literally just finished reading the book and I uh, happened to take notes for pleasure because I loved it perfect. so much. Yeah. It's like about race relations and, you know, in contemporary America. I was like, I it's need this in my black, life. It's about being black in America. Absolutely. It's so, a searing, searing account. Yeah. I couldn't read more than 10 so, pages like, at a time. I'm done with an my amazing book. So you, you've done the work. Good for mm-hmm. you, Jordana. Okay. You might write them and say, can I have another book too? Because I already <laughs> finished the one you assigned me. Or not. Just kidding. Okay. Right. Jonathan, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I probably have to email Muhlenberg about that just in case they want to sneak it on me <laughs> last minute. <laughs> Awesome. Alessandra, what about you? What are you planning to do this summer? Um, I am going to be in a production of Peter Pan and auditions for that are next week. Good luck. Break a leg. Oh, thank you. Um, I will definitely be spending a lot of time with my friends and I'm going to be going back and forth um, to and from our beach house that I share with my family. My family and I are very, very close. So we're, we, um, even my extended family, we all share this beach house. We all go down together. It's, it's a lot of fun. We look forward to it. I just spend time with each other. So, and definitely a lot of relaxing time because it's going to be very exciting, but very nerve wracking because it's a complete change in lifestyle, just going to college. Because since you were in kindergarten, you had pretty much the same schedule and pretty much the same, um, you kind of knew exactly what was coming next. And college is very, very different. So kind of mentally preparing for some change, even though it's good change. That's really wise. It is good change, but it is definitely change. And Jordana, what about you? So we know you've read the summer book. Any any plans for um, the summer? Yeah, well, uh, first, um, I'm getting my tonsils removed. Oh, right. Uh, yes. So <laughs> I'll be in bed for a week, you know, on painkillers, and then I still can't sing for two to three weeks after that. So I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. Um, read mm. more, I guess. Um, but okay. what I'm really excited about is at the end of July – um, as kind of a graduation gift, uh, I'm going to Germany and oh, wow. it's actually an especially kind of poignant trip. Um, I'm going just me and my grandfather and my grandfather is a Holocaust refugee from Berlin. So we're going oh to gosh. see, yeah, my family's, um, grave sites and where <sighs> he was born and checkpoint Charlie. And so it's going to be very, and he, I mean, he's Germany. He still speaks German. So I'll be in good hands. Um, but. Yeah, I'm really excited to do that, you know, while he's still around and can still show me all my family history. And then I'm going to Munich with my younger friends who can kind of show me the nightlife. But, yeah, I'm really Mm. excited about that. Wow. Sounds like a really meaningful trip. Wow. All right, you guys. Well, listen, um, on behalf of the podcast, I want to thank you for being so open with us all school year. You shared the highs and lows of the process. It was amazing to hear from listeners who are locked into your stories and pulling for you, even biting their nails in anticipation through it all. It was so powerful to hear your stories happening in real time. Um, I just want to thank you for, I don't know, letting us be part of your life during an important year. Uh, you You provided a lot of a lot of help, a lot of reassurance, a lot of important tips, you know, from the philosophical to the practical. You really helped people this year. And, um, and so we're grateful to you for that. Um, personally, I just want to say how excited I am for each one of you and for Ellis, who's not on the show today. But of course, we're excited for him as well. You have an amazing, exciting future ahead of you, which will be full of opportunity and joy and stumbles. And that's okay. Struggle happens. It's normal when it happens. 
remind yourself that I said this back in May. It's okay. You will find your footing to the extent there are any stumbles, any difficulties. Just go seek out the people who can be mentors for you, just like you've had mentors in high school, just like you have family. There are people on every single one of your campuses whose job is to care about mentoring you through this amazing four years. So keep that in mind. Should you find yourself ever faltering, just be your own best advocate and go get help when you need it. All right, you guys, August, Jonathan, Alessandra, Jordana, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck, you guys. We believe in you. And to all you high school students listening, we want to hear what you're doing this summer. And there are all kinds of ways to reach us. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at gettinginpod. That's all one word, gettinginpod. Or you can send a voice memo or email. Our email address is gettingin at slate.com. And there's always our hotline where you can leave a voicemail. That number is 929-999-4353. Getting In is a production of Slate and Panoply Media. Michelle Siegel is our producer. Our senior producer is Kristen Meinzer. Our executive producer is Laura Mayer. And Panoply's chief content officer is Andy Bowers. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Julie Lithcott-Hames. And remember, it's not just about getting in. It's about finding the right fit. Getting In is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible has more than 180,000 audiobooks. You can download them and access them on a bunch of different devices, on iPhones, Android, Kindle, or pretty much any other MP3 player. One book you might want to try out is Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. Why do some people succeed and others fail? According to Duckworth, a psychologist and MacArthur genius, it's about a lot more than talent and luck. She shows how other factors can be even more crucial to success, such as identifying our passions and following through on our commitments. If you want to listen to Grit or many other books, Audible has it. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at www.audible.com slash college. That's audible.com slash college.